I told you. What did I tell you? Didn't I tell you? Cause I told you. That is so fetch. Gretchen, stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. Sweet setup. What do you make here? Don't worry about it. Oh, cool, 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 cool. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Well, Dick, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. Take it home with you. Welcome back, everybody. It's sauce and goss time. Let's spill some fucking tea. I'm Ryan. I'm Fiona. I love spilling the tea, but I'm drinking iced tea, so I don't want to spill that. Don't spill that like necessarily right now. Like even you can make a decision later because I mean you're you and in control. So like y- you could consume the rest of it or spill it and make your keyboard sticky. So I mean that's you know that Sounds that's up terrible. to you. Yeah, you, <laughs> it, it that does sound terrible. But if you did it, I'd support your decision because you're you and you have autonomy over your decisions, and that's super neat. It's not China, so how about that? You can do whatever you want. What a fun, open, accepting way to start the episode. Thank you. Yeah, I'm very accepting of every decision you make. Um, well, anyway, uh, yeah, what a what a weird week, man. A lot of crazy shit is still happening all over the world. I mean, you know, uh, <laughs> there's just a lot, man. Like, let's dig in. Like, where do you want to start? What's first let's, on the list? Let's start with... Um... Trump because that's what we like to do because he's always up to something and um, so forgive me if I pronounce this name wrong um, because I don't know how to do it Um, (laughs) just (laughs) like okay I'm gonna stop I'm gonna stop you right there I now to your Gislaine no Gislaine to your credit this is a very weirdly spelt name but it's Ghislaine no way. Why did I, they put the S? I don't know because Why she's a pretentious H? douche. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Her last but, name is Maxwell. I can say yeah. that. Boom. It's actually pronounced Makeswelly. Oh, okay. No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> but yeah, it's, <clears throat> pardon me. It's just like, I don't know. <clears throat> Jesus. Some pretentious douchebag. Uh, her parents, I guess fucking uh you know decided to throw unnecessary letters in her name and uh and she's an unnecessary human being because she's a giant piece of shit and uh if you don't know who Ghislaine Maxwell is she was uh Jeffrey Epstein's paramour if I can use a really dumb word uh they weren't married but they were longtime partners and it also turns out that they were longtime partners in horrific sexual crime. And, um, th- like, if you haven't watched that fucking Jeffrey Epstein, th- like, docu-series on Netflix yet, you have got to check this out. Now, fair warning, it's extremely upsetting. Uh, not a fun watch. Um, definitely not something that I would pair with a nice champagne. But, <laughs> yeah. Oh, and uh, yeah, it, it it's not a it's not a champagne documentary. It's it's more of a, a flat soda pop documentary. Um, not that the doc is boring. It's just extremely upsetting. And it turns out that this woman like was not only with Jeffrey Epstein, the supreme creep of creeps, but she like helped him 
do all this twisted shit to underage girls. Now, where does where does old Don come into this? Well, many of you who watch news will remember that when the whole Epstein thing was breaking before Jeffrey, say it with me, folks, in air quotes, killed himself. Don was heavily linked to this guy, like all through the 90s and and whatnot. And like there's photos of them like partying all over the place. And old Don denied that they were friends. Like he was like, oh, yeah, I met him offhand one time at a thing, even though there's pictures of them all over the world together. Um, and And like basically backed off of any, you know, association with the guy. And for good reason, not a good PR look to be good buddies with the serial rapist. Now, Ghislaine Maxwell recently taken into custody uh, by U.S. authorities. And like we've joked earlier on the pod, she might kill herself uh, because, you know, the whole thing is just smells of corruption and horrible shit. It's it's Epstein, right? Well, the other day, like, I guess she contracted COVID or, or whatever. There was, a, there was a story that she, she has COVID and whatever. Well, earlier, was it today or yesterday? I, I don't, it doesn't matter anymore because, like we've said, the days don't matter. Uh, it's COVID times. Uh, I believe it was yesterday. Trump, somebody asked him at like the White House press briefing um, about her and he goes. He said that he wasn't following the case, first of all. Yeah. Like he's not up to date on like what's happening. Even though he's like heavily implicated along with Prince Andrew and many other reputable humans. Um, yeah, he's definitely not following the case as he mangles 17 fucking fish fillets, uh, you know, at night. I can't believe that guy eats that like, like fish fillet. Like that's that, that's what it is, right? The McDonald's sandwich, the fucking fi- the, the, the yeah. McFish shit. That is the worst thing of all time. Like I like fish. I like fillets. That sandwich is disgusting, and it perfectly encapsulates him as a human in sandwich form. Not the point. Um, yeah, he essentially said that like he wishes her well and that they've met numerous times over the years and hung out, and he doesn't know all the details, but he really wishes her well. It's like, what the fuck, man? What? That's the last person on Earth. You should be wishing well. Like... <laughs> You yeah, can't. Is there a, like a negative, like the opposite, like saying where I could wish someone, like what's the right word? What's the what's the perfect word that I'm trying to wish upon her? Justice. Is it suffering? I wish her suffering. I guess. I, I, <laughs> I won't. I have a hard time wishing suffering on anyone else, but well, I'll say I mean, she made others suffer. So I mean, yeah. I I'll leave that up to others. Like I, I certainly don't feel bad if she's suffering and I, I certainly wish swift justice upon her, uh, which probably won't happen because much like her paramore, Jeff, she'll kill herself. And so uh, that probably won't happen. Right. But, um, 
yeah, man, I can't believe this guy. Like, he can't keep anything straight. He, like, he has to get dementia tests all the time now, which, like, he denied. And he's like, yeah, I score very well. It's like, that's not good, though, dude. You, you know, and now he's like, like, a year ago, he's like, nah, I don't know, Jeff. I've never hung out with that guy, despite that photo. Um, and, uh, Like, there's a scrapbook of them on Google hanging out together. and And then... Like his girlfriend is captured and and implicated in all this, and he's like, "Oh, I really wish her well. Uh, it's terrible. We, we've hung out many times, and it's just like, hey, man, can you at least keep your sexual predator story straight? Are you in or out, Don? Were you part of the club or not? Just fucking say one or the other." And like people, of course, are are freaking out about it, and rightly so. Rightly so. That guy's the president. And he's like, yeah, I wish this horrific sexual predator well. I hope she's okay. <laughs> like, That's huh? What he's saying. It's so bizarre. I don't know yep. how he's still, like, a functioning adult. I don't understand he, it. He isn't and hasn't been for a long time. Um, a- An adult, sure. Um, functioning is up for debate. Um, he doesn't do anything, man. Remember like a couple weeks ago, like ramp gate when like he walked weirdly down that ramp with the army guy and people are like fucking (laughs) old Don's looking old. And he's like, Oh no, like blah, blah, blah. Like, it's just like, dude, no, this is just the best way to walk. (laughs) Yeah. This is the best, this is the best way a president can walk. Uh, I've walked better than any president ever. It's just like, hey, man, like I'd have a lot more respect for the guy outside of obviously never liking him. I'd at least have a lot more respect if he was just like, look, I'm fat and fucking old. I can't golf and like I'm bad at sport. Like, <laughs> just, like, just admit it, dude. Like, yeah. come on. I'm going to go for a bike ride later. I'm not going to fucking fly by people like I'm Lance Armstrong and Prime HGH. Like, hey, man, just say you're fucking fat and old, kind of stupid, and you're flying by the seat of your pants with this president thing. And I'd go, you know what? At least he's being somewhat honest for the first time in his life. Um, what a, watch what out a for loser. potholes when you go biking, by the way. I want you to stay safe. I saw a really bad one uh, the other day on the trail. There's like a oh, yeah. deep fucking hole. And I mean, hey, man, watch out for those gophers. Mm-hmm. That's what I always say. <laughs> yeah, if there's one motto so, I live yeah, my I... life by, it's, <laughs> it's watch out for gophers. Yeah. Ah, uh, fuck. Or, or horrible sexual predators. Maybe don't wish them well either. That those are those are two good credences to live by. Maybe maybe don't give the uh, person wrapped up in a historical sexual abuse case good wishes. Um, you know, just like yeah, the guy that's what can't you say figure to someone out. like like a loose acquaintance on their birthday, like wishing you well on your forty at the gym. Like, <laughs> gym. Un- unless that loose acquaintance is a convicted and or suspected pedophile. Then maybe you would go, fuck you, Jim. Like, (laughs) maybe you'd write, happy fucking birthday, you prick. Maybe that's what you'd write instead, wouldn't you? Well, that's what he would deserve if, um... Yes. He was an associate of Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. Like, you know how, like, you know how, like, I'm sure it's this way in Canada. Again, guys, I'm not a lawyer. But, like, you see it on, like, shows and shit. You know how, like, there's that law where, like, if you're... 
uh, if you get out of prison and you are convicted of a sexual offense. Now, to my knowledge, I, I believe in the States that can include um, being caught urinating in public, I think, uh, or in a park, you can be, uh, you can be labeled as a sexual offender for something like that. Now, obviously it, it spans right up to being legitimately a sexual offender now, but like, there's that thing where if you are, you know, convicted of a sexual offense and you get out of prison, you have to like go tell everyone on your street or in your building. Hi, my name is Jeffrey and I, I'm here to let you know that I'm a sexual offender. And later today, I'm probably going to die at the hands of U S security forces with the cameras off. No, but seriously, you, (laughs) you, you have to like go and tell your immediate neighbors, Hey, you're living down the street from a sexual predator. Right. And so essentially, and this might sound melodramatic to people, but I don't care because this guy is a fucking embarrassment to humanity. If the aliens are watching us on like a TV channel, a galactic TV channel, they're like, who is this guy? I can't believe that they elected him leader. So Trump wishing Ghislaine Maxwell, you know, well wishes is essentially the same as if a sexual deviant moved in on your street, let you know they were a sexual deviant, and then you went down the street to their house later and brought them by. That's the same fucking thing, because why, after learning that somebody is even suspected of being a sexual deviant, because I have to say suspected and accused of, because Ghislaine Maxwell's not been convicted of anything, and of course, she listens to this podcast for sure, because she's got a lot of time, because she's captive now, and I have to say, you know, suspected of, because I can't, you know, proclaim her guilty, that's not right, but even if they were suspected of being a sexual creep, why would you go down the street and bring them by? That doesn't make any sense, does it? And if you did, I'd have questions. Because when you do something like that, it kind of looks like you either A, are You also at want to worst. eat the pie. Also, or... I want the pie. Bring it to me. I'll eat all of it. But like at worst, it looks like you're supportive of the decisions they are accused of and or guilty of and at best it looks like you just don't care and you can't do that you shouldn't do that as a normal person you can't do that when you're the president it just makes no fucking sense it would be like if justin trudeau who's already dealing with enough horseshit you know himself as is it would be like if tomorrow someone photographed Justin Trudeau having lunch with Carla Homoka. It would be like that would be the hugest scandal in Canadian politics ever. Please tell me you know who Carla Homoka is. Remind me again. Okay, man. I'm not good with names. Remember Gislaine? I'm not good with names. Gislaine. <laughs> Whoa, that sounded. That I sounded, know, but that's what her name is. <laughs> that sounded really off color, but appropriate for the topic. Now, of course, many people will remember that Carla Homolka 
is a infamous Canadian serial killer who aided other infamous Canadian serial killer, Paul Bernardo, in killing... That's what I thought that person was, but I never remember her name for some reason. So, uh, uh, also known... I didn't know this. She has an alias, also known as Leanne Teal. So, with her first husband, so her and Bernardo were married... They raped and killed at least three minors between 1990 and 92. Now she is out of prison because she made a deal with authorities to like, you know, help convict him of, I I think they already had enough evidence to nail him on the first killing. I, I might be wrong here, but she made a deal where she like provided enough evidence that they, they nailed them on all three and they suspect they, they potentially killed at least two more. Um, potentially she's a horrific piece of shit. And, and so knowing that now that I've reminded you of that very important Canadian historical fact that you should have learned in school. Okay, um, I knew that. I just didn't know her name. I'm, Listen I'm, to me. Well, I, and Listen you know what? Listen to me when I tell you why I don't know something. And now, and now I feel bad because, like, apparently she's got two names. So, I mean, you could have thought I, if I had said Leanne Teal, you might have went, oh, yeah, her. Yeah. I mean, how can you forget a color? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. How could you forget a color? Um, yeah, man. Uh, I'm more of a seafoam guy myself. <laughs> now, like, that's literally the same thing, though. Like, imagine tomorrow Justin Trudeau was, like, seen just having some French fries on the bleachers with Carla Homolka. We'd all have some questions. Like, hey, hey, Trudy, why are you hanging out with that horrific, convicted piece of shit? Like, there's no explaining your way out of that. And so for Trump to be like, oh, well, yeah, I guess the I'm difference wishing... is um, um, Ghislaine hasn't been convicted yet. So maybe once she's sentenced, Trump will have other <laughs> words to say. Who knows? <laughs> no, you know what's going to happen, man? She's she's either if she even gets to the point of being convicted because she might. Die in prison um, by oh, okay. her own hand. Okay, you went the other way. Okay, I like the switch up in verbiage. I like yep. that. Um, she might do that. Do that. Or uh, if she does get convicted, what will happen is somebody will ask Trumpster the same fucking thing. Like, oh, so what do you <laughs> think now? Trumpster you... rhymes with dumpster. Yeah, so, and that is him. That. that is him. Well done. So someone will ask Trumpster. Hey, do you are you offering her well wishes now? That's what I would ask. And he'll go, I don't know what you're talking about. I never said that. You're right. That's exactly what will happen. Then the guy will like read the transcript of the quote the day it happened. He'll be like, I asked you this and you responded, I wish her well. I don't know the circumstances, but I wish her well. I've met her numerous times. And he'll go, and and he'll be like, you're twisting my words. You're conflating what I said next. And he'll point at some other. Pr- like, that's what this guy does. It's amazing. And like. Like, you can't fight him on any of it, because anytime a reporter is like, but wait, though, he kicks them out. Uh, like, it's just ridiculous. Like, people are just complicit in this guy's insanity. Well, and you can't have people spreading fake news, you know. 
got to keep yeah. up journalists. <laughs> and, and and it's like he'll even fight it when it's like recorded live in the White House. Yeah. Like he's just like that didn't happen. It's like, well, dude, like we all saw though. Like that is you. It, you're that. You're the orange guy. Like we see you cheat a guy. It's you, cheetah. No, that's not what I meant. I meant to say Cheeto, but hey, we're all human. I made he's, a mistake. He's got spots, I'm sure. He looks like a cheetah. Well, yeah, right. Yeah, man, because his eyelids are still white, but then the rest of him, like, there's like a, there's a, like a, like a three centimeter diameter zone where like he's still his normal skin color. Like like when a kid like goes swimming in a pool and like wears their like goggles really suctioned onto their face for like a long time and like come out and there's like that, that like suction noise and they pull it off and then their eyes are all white and their face is all burnt from the sun he looks like that yeah i don't understand how that's ever been like attractive to people a to like look at or b look like i just don't understand why you want to look like is anyone is anyone going on record saying donald trump's attractive i don't (laughs) know i don't think that's ever been a no but other people do it too the spray tan thing and shit and like their eyes look like that and you're just like hey man are you enjoying looking like an orange raccoon? Is that what's in now? Like, I don't know, dude. Just get plastic surgery and become a goldfish. Like, just do that. It's probably possible. Like, if you want to be that orange, just become a fish. Well, it, it happened in American Dad, so that's the same as life, right? Yeah, and it happened in uh, that one South Park episode, too. Mm. Kyle's dad becomes a dolphin. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, Dawn wishes Ghislaine, uh, or you know what? From now on, I'm gonna call her Jizz Lane. I just because that's what she fucking deserves. <laughs> Fuck that idiot. I like you know what? <laughs> just she from now on, she is Jizz Lane Maxwell. That's what you deserve, Jizz Lane. <laughs> Jizz Lane, unreal, unreal name. Um, but that's. <laughs> that's really what I said. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I mean that so if I said it, other people must be pronouncing it like that too. <laughs> there's absolutely someone out there calling her Jislaine Maxwell. There's no way people aren't doing that. And from now on on this show, she will be referred to as Jislaine, which is the right way. Hopefully we won't have to talk about her um too much more often. Um, too much more often yeah right <laughs> what, what, happened? Wrong with that? what happened uh well there was a lot wrong with it you had like just too many too many words <laughs> did you see my face after i said it like what was i supposed to say instead yeah, you had you had a full-on schism of thought there you like i saw your brain break a little bit like it just became dislodged as you said the sentence <laughs> It's so fun watching people break down right in front of you when they're trying to make a point, and then you're like, hold on, what did you mean to say, though? I don't know. Jizz Lane. Jizz Lane. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on to another... <laughs> another... Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Welcome to Memory Lane with Jizz Lane. We'll talk too much more about it. Stop. 
Okay, uh, moving on. Um, this is a story that popped up this week um, in Ontario. It was kind of a big deal. I think it was out of like Woodstock originally. There is um, a lesbian couple uh, waiting, to, trying to get married, um, and they were trying to book a wedding photographer, videographer, and they yeah. get an email back from this company, which since has like, like just shut down. Like I don't think like their website works anymore. Like no one's answering the phones. Like it's gotten so much like hate and like spread like online that like they're done. Like the company is no more. Um, so she gets an email back saying like. Thank you for contacting us here at Caramont Pictures. Congratulations on your engagement. You must be getting excited. I say this with much care because I know your union is incredibly important to you, but we do not film homosexual weddings. Wishing you both good health and peace during these stressful COVID times. Caramont Pictures. Um, so she screenshot. So one of the brides screenshotted that and uh, went to her personal Facebook and um, just asked for like any other recommendations because this is... Um, like the second time that this has happened to them and i guess that got a lot of traction online and um like yeah news agencies picked it up and everyone's like very very upset that because it's against the law to um refuse service based on someone's um sexuality race um anything religion like you can't deny service for those reasons so everyone's getting real upset yeah and that's the thing that didn't used to be the law it used to be you could you and, and a lot well right it, it used to be that and a lot of people were upset when they changed this it used to be that you could deny service based on your religious beliefs mm-hmm. and obviously here in canada that has changed it's because while you have the right to your religion and religious beliefs you you can't take a freedom you have and negatively infringe upon someone else's freedom. Does that make coherent sense? Yeah. Like, 100%. I think that that's about as like dictionary esque as I can put it. Um, very plain and simple. You can't use something you have to shit on someone else for something they're allowed to have. It just, yeah. it doesn't make so, sense. Yeah. Like all the comments online, there's, um, two sides and that's it there's um saying well she has the right to refuse service to anyone i don't see a problem here and the side saying well no that's illegal and you're wrong and she was wrong and um people anyone can get married to anyone it shouldn't have anything to do with the photographer like they are just taking a picture it's not like they're going against their religion if they don't approve of homosexuality it's not like they're being forced to marry someone of the same sex they just have to photograph it i don't see the problem it yeah like here's here's the two sides of the coin i see i i i think that it's incredibly wrong what these what this business did in denying service where they would make money now I've never fucking heard of Caramount Pictures or whatever the fuck it's called. Um, I I can't imagine that they're raking in multi millions of dollars making big budget films. And so the question becomes, how like you know? How yeah, all right. Is the response kind of? I don't yeah, know. Like, I mean it, it's it's a gray line. It's a fuzzy area because. I don't know. It always has been, but and like I, 
while I don't agree with her morals, and um, I don't agree that she couldn't film the wedding, I was like a well, like a, a polite email. And I think it's sad that she now has no livelihood because she's been, you know, hashtag canceled. But I, I think that um, it, she was in the wrong for, for doing that in the first place. That's so. basically where I'm sitting here. Yeah. And so, and you know, to people out there on any subject that we've discussed on this pod or that just come up in everyday life, for like people that are like, well, you know, you can't sit on the fence. It's just like you fuck yourself. I'll sit comfortably on the fence. I've sat on many fences. Do I give a shit? Me how to sleep on the fence? So I'll, I mean... I'll I'll sleep right on top of that pointy fence. Yeah, I don't the give trick a is shit. face down with the pole in your mouth. That's what Dwight Schrute says. That's how you sleep on the fence. <laughs> oh no, oh no. So okay, um, yeah, I'll. S- <laughs> Okay, I'll uh, I gotta recompose after that. I'll sit on the fence because because uh, I'm me and I'll do whatever the fuck I want. What do you mean I can't sit on the fence? I'm I'm sitting on it despite you saying that. Um, so it's just like, uh, yeah, I don't agree with her business decision or morals at, at all. Like I don't want to hang out with this person uh, or hire them to do my wedding. But I also think that. It's not, it's probably not fair that, yeah, she's potentially like lost her livelihood and business over this. Like, it would have been a very different scenario for me. Now, again, I can't iterate, reiterate this enough. I don't fucking agree with this person denying these people, you know, a service on a very special day for them. But, it would have been very different if she responded with like a hate filled rhetoric of like homosexuals are this and that. And it's, it's gross and blah, 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 whatever bigoted people say. Um, that would have been a very different story. Then I would have been like, let's burn it down. Yeah. She doesn't deserve to have this business, but like she, she was pretty respectable about it. And again, while I just wholeheartedly don't agree with her reasoning, I just don't think it's really fair. I I don't think that the crime, I don't think the The punishment punishment fits fits the crime. crime. Yeah. Uh, I think, again, like, obviously you and I are never going to experience this. And, like, we don't know what these women have been through because it sounds like they dealt with the same issue. Um, This isn't the first time they dealt with this issue and probably won't be the last. But... I think if they were to post the the um, the pit, like the screenshot of the email, maybe to like blur out the name of the girl at least, like leave the business, but like her name is also published, and it's like I get that like you're upset because you got denied, and like it's a terrible thing because there's no reason to deny your business, but uh, yeah, again, it's that gray area where it's you, I don't know, there's but you don't want to you don't want to mess up this whole person's life, but like. I agree with what you're saying a million percent. And I know there are probably people listening to this that are like, no, like there's no room for discrimination and blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, I, I, there isn't. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> uh, I'd, yeah. There's no debate there. It's just that like. <laughs> and I guess yeah. it's not really like the girl's fault. Like she posted it on her personal Facebook and then as everyone else sharing it and like that got all the traction, she just wanted to 
share her experience with her Facebook friends. But then but she shot easy. it out there. Yeah, she did shoot it out there. But I guess like in the heat of the moment, like I also like I wouldn't have been happy. I probably would have done something similar. Like it's hard to know in that situation, like as it happens. What yeah, I'll say I'll say that for the other side of it too because like responsible adults we look at it both ways right like yeah uh it's easy for me to sit here and say hey you shouldn't have done that yeah maybe you should have blurred the business's name out and whatever uh whatever you can say on this side of the argument but like yeah it's easy for me to say that in in on this podcast right now because i haven't experienced any discrimination in my life ever um, have I had bad service at places? Yeah, man. Waitresses have messed my order up before. Big fucking deal. You know what I mean? We've discussed this. I'll eat it. I don't even care. I'll eat it. If I order pancakes and I get waffles, I'm not arsed about it. But I've never experienced something like this where because of the color of my skin, the person I love, I was denied service. But it just... Here's as as simply as I can boil it down. These two ladies who deserve to have a great wedding video done for them. And I hope that their wedding is magical and great. And they're together forever. Because they deserve that. But their lives are going to go on. Now, I'm not diminishing the discrimination that they faced here. That's fucking shitty. It's just, it's terrible and it's not right. I have so many friends that are part of the gay community, the LGBTQ plus community, And I love them all the same. I don't look at them any differently. Unfortunately, some people do. I'm not not discounting their negative experience based on who they are throughout their lives. But these two ladies' lives are going to continue. They're going to find a videographer. They're going to have their wedding. And it's going to, it's going to be no, you know, no big deal in the grand scheme of life. Yeah. And yeah, but, in the grand scheme, they're still getting married. They're still going to be happy and yeah together. So that is good. But this this person who owned this film company, like her her life is over. Uh, as it was, like yeah. her life is different today, and I don't think that that's necessarily fair. Do I think? Do I agree with like the backlash of? the stance against the immorality of it. Yes. Mm-hmm. I just don't, you know, it's the death threat community. And and, yeah, and, exactly. Like, the online community is just so, so rude. The internet's a um, dude. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, she did something wrong. Like, like, first of all, don't get into photography and videography for like events, like weddings and such. If you have a problem with what type of wedding you may be requested to, to work at. Like, yeah, gay, like, like homosexual weddings have been legal in Canada for only 15 years, but for 15 years, like, yeah, so it's been, so like, I doubt that this is the first time that this has happened to this, um, like that, that company had dealt with something like that. Um, I just there's, don't yeah, think there's that no there's way. like, there must be another, career that this person could have pursued um where she either wouldn't be forced to make that decision or at least like i don't know i mean lying's never good but tell her that you're already booked up that day (laughs) or something if you have such a weird 
fake moral behind not servicing those weddings. Like, I don't know. I mean, there is a way to, I'm not saying lie about it and get what you want, but I mean, (laughs) you know what I mean? Everybody on both sides of this could have done so much better. And again, it's very easy for me to say that I'm not embroiled in this. If, if something like this happened to one of my friends who happened to be gay, I'd be pissed off, but, ah, man, I don't know. That's just on. I think hopefully like the public just takes this as a learning opportunity. Maybe they won't. I know they won't, but there's so much to learn from it. First of all, don't go into business if you are going to have issues with potential clients um, for illegal reasons. <laughs> like, for, like she broke the law. First of all, familiarize yourself with the law before you deny service to someone. Don't get into business if you're going to deny service to those people. If you get denied service, um, handle it in a way that won't completely ruin that person's life. But handle it in a way that also gets you justice. I don't know. Lots to learn. No one will care. I I agree. I agree. Like the like the I don't know, like again, it's it like it's it is hard for me to feel completely bad for the person, but at the same time it's like, yeah, I, I just personally, and maybe the listeners, maybe you do. And that's fine, too. I'm not going to fucking argue about it with you because at the end of the day, I just I don't care to argue with you over it. I just personally don't feel that the punishment fit the crime. Like, taking a, a bad stance against something that we should all just be accepting of. I'm not, say, I'm not even saying, you know, you have to necessarily agree with homosexuality. But... There's a difference between agreeing with something and accepting it. Mm-hmm. I don't like spiders. I accept that they <laughs> exist. Like, I don't like them. There's a fucking fly in my apartment right now, know, and I it's really it. bothering me. I accept that it's here, though, and I'm just kind of like, I'll deal with it later. Yeah, you, know? you can coexist peacefully. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I- exactly. I don't know. It kind of like... But from her perspective of it, this is the final thing I'll say. It kind of reminds me, and I tried to Google it. I can't remember what comedian did this. I want to say Jim Jeffries, but I don't think it was him. And and I feel bad. I just I'd love to credit them. But I saw a comedian do a bit about this locksmith uh, who hated Koreans, and he's like, "Fucking uh, God, who was that that did that bit?" It doesn't matter. And they're like, uh, he lives in a building and he's got Korean neighbors and this locksmith comes over to fix his lock. And he's like, oh, I thought you were those Korean guys. I fucking can't stand Koreans, man. They're always locking their doors or like, and, you know, locking their keys in their house and whatever. And the comedian, whoever it was, was like, was it Aziz Ansari? Racist locksmith? Yes, dude. It was Aziz. And he's like, He's like, I wondered to myself, like, how many Korean customers would have to call before this guy had to, like, reassess his business? Because, like, if and and that's what that's where I'm relating it to the to 
companies, videography companies that won't shoot gay weddings. It's like how many like homosexuality has been a thing throughout human existence. I, I don't care who you are or what religion shit you want to throw at me. That's just a fact. Um, so, but like it, the, the attention around it is more prevalent now than ever. And as it should be, it's just a, it's just a normal part of society to me. So like how many, how many people of this particular group that you don't like as a business person would have to call you before you started like adding up all the money that you've lost out on? Like, imagine there was a month where just, like, nothing but gay couples called your business wanting wedding videos done. June? Yeah. Just all June, no one, like, you had, like, ten calls. Uh, I don't know. Let, let's just say for fun. Let's get the iPhone calculator out because I can't do math in my head. Let's let's just say ten different gay couples calls. So ten, ten gay couples call. And want videos done. No no straight couples that you like and agree with. So just all gay couples. So we got 10 couples and times it by, I don't know, let's say that, you know, some people just want a video. Some people want pictures. Some people want a combo. And I don't know what all that costs, but let's just say it's tentatively 2500 bucks for a total package of, of video and pictures. Like, it's pretty expensive depending on who you get. So let, let's just tentatively say... 2500 bucks. So that's 25,000 fucking dollars. Like yeah, around 2000 is the average um between 2000 and 3000 for a wedding photographer. So spot on. Well like, done. Well done on your guess. Yeah, well, you know what? My girlfriend does them and she has shot numerous gay weddings and also her business partner that owns the videography company with her is gay. And he's getting married next year and you know what dude i'm gonna step into his shoes and we're gonna film it like you know what i mean it's just like imagine a scenario where like you get 10 calls and they were all gay couples you've lost out because you're a, a hateful idiot you've lost out on twenty five thousand dollars I'm sure for a small videography business, that's quite a cash cow. Like, at what point do you have to go, maybe I should just start filming gay weddings <laughs> and fixing Korean people's locks? Like, at what point, right? Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I just, be, when you spell it out like that, it's just like, Jesus, $25,000. I'm going to start my own videography company. Like, holy shit, I could be making some cheese. Just join Kate's, right? <laughs> yeah, well, I help her out sometimes, right? But, like, you know, she doesn't pay me. Um, yeah. But you don't yeah. need two videography companies between the two of you. That's a lot. <laughs> no, I'll just, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll, I'll shoot dog weddings. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. I The whole thing just, mm -hmm. it, it all sucks. Mm -hmm. The whole thing sucks. Moving I'm really on. Hot now, jeez. Yeah, All I right. got yeah a little heated up. Um, we got another I don't know bummer of a topic, but I mean that's just the world right now. I'm not gonna apologize for it. Um, in Spain, they're killing about a hundred thousand mink on a mink farm. Because the farmer and the farmer's wife and a bunch of their workers all got COVID. 
and spread COVID to over 90,000 mink. Minks? Mink. Minks. Minks? Yeah. Okay. The okay. little ottery looking fuckers that swim yeah. around. Yeah, it's just for some reason mink sounds fine um, as a plural of the word also to me. Um, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, like, it's like, like mouse and mice. I, yeah. yeah, it's like what is the... Yeah, so yeah, mink and know. minks. I don't know. Um, you get my drift. Um, so first of all, that yeah. sucks that they all got COVID um, and sucks that they spread it to all of their um, animals. Why does a farm have almost 100,000 of this animal? And why do these farms exist? Because who, what, um, what bitches out there buying a mink coat in 2020? Stop it. Stop, Gislaine stop it. Maxwell. Gisla- yeah. Gisla- <laughs> no, no offense, but if you're buying a mink coat in 2020, your name's Gislaine. <laughs> it is, dude. It is. Or, or your uh, Michelle Pfeiffer in Scarface. Like, hey, man, I, yeah, that, yeah, th- so much to pick apart here. Like, the story I read, basically, like, they couldn't confirm whether the humans gave the minks COVID or, or vice versa. Yeah. Because, like, scientists still don't know, like, if animal to human transmission but, is but possible. These mink are, minks are on the farms, occluded. How yeah. they've gotten it? So not yeah, from the farmers. There's obviously something going on there, or or the farmers got it from them, whatever. But I'm I'm with you here. It's just like you know what, and, and that's these people's business. It's probably been a family business for generations. Fair. Spain, I don't respect. It, I don't respect it either. Spain apparently is like you know a huge you know, mink fur establishment. And there's other things to keep you warm than the skin of a dead animal. Yeah. Like just cause here, like, here's the thing, right? It's like, we're humans. We're a million percent at the top of the food chain. So like we kill stuff and eat it and like use parts of it. Yeah. Use the animal. If you're going to use it, for like survival like for food and everything but you don't need to kill an animal just for quote-unquote fashion yeah i mean like they're not eating these things and it's just a waste and and it's 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 using an animal for just completely vain reasons Mm -hmm. so that Gislaine can you know walk into her depraved gross sex party with Don and Prince Andrew and all those fuck sticks and, and have a, a mink fur coat. And it's like, you just don't need that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we, we like kill cows, we make burgers and steaks, and then we make like, you know, coats like out leather of the jacket. leather. Shit. Yeah. It's just, like, it just, you so, know, like, you use the whole, whole cow. I'm like, you Honestly, should. I don't know much about the leather industry. I don't buy I don't real know. leather. I buy the fake leather if I'm getting a leather anything. Um, so I don't know a hundred percent if the cows are the same. <laughs> I don't. E- I don't either. I. I just um, don't. But yeah, which is why I don't buy leather. Um, and I don't buy fur. And I got a fur hat as a Christmas present once, and I almost cried because I was so upset <laughs> that I was given this fur hat. <laughs> yeah i don't want 
Yeah, I don't want to like walk around with a fucking dead fox stretched across mm-hmm. my shoulders. Like it just mm-hmm. Also they're extremely tacky looking. Like they're they're yeah. completely stupid. Like yeah. you look like you, you don't look good now. Like sure it was kind of a hot ticket item back in what like the 40s, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but like, now you know those- you know those like shitty flowers that have the little wispy white parts that like you like you blow off and shit. You know those shitty like weed flowers that have the the fluffy white things that you blow off. Dandelions. Sure. Yeah. No, because dandelions are yellow. Then they turn into the fluffy white ones. Oh, do they? Okay, cool. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. So the fluffy shitty things. Oh my god, that's I love. That's so funny. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. That's what people look like in these fur coats. They look like those poofy, shitty flowers. That's what they look like. Yeah. And it just, I'm like, I can't believe you're wearing that. Like it, Hmm. I don't know. I just think that's so fucked. And like, yeah, like the mass killing it. Cause like, yeah, they're killing all of these. Are they even going to be wearing like, like, I mean, technically they could still make coats out of them. Right. Like they're, I, Right, like I don't know. Like technically, like question mark. Like I, I really have no idea. Makes the best fur for a coat. I don't know, and I hope I never find out because it's terrible. And if you are listening to this and you are thinking about buying a fur coat or hat or mittens, um, I'm going to ask you to please reconsider. Please buy something else. Buy literally anything else. Yeah, just have grandma knit you some mittens. Like, unless, unless, I'll say this, unless it's at a thrift store, that way it's being reused, and that way their lives didn't go 100% completely to waste. Never buy a new one, though, because if you stop buying them, they'll yeah. stop making them, and then stop killing minks. Yeah. I mean, that's what Macklemore was trying to teach us all in his hit song. He was Thrift trying, Shop. yeah. Twenty dollars for a T-shirt. That's um, I don't even know the lyrics. Um, I can't remember the lyrics either. Something but about him good. being a cold ass honky. Mm. That yes. was one. Of, I know that that was one of the parts. Damn, that's a cold ass honky. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it, but it's a catchy song, and I really don't like fur coats. Uh, so that's right. We can all agree on that. We don't like Macklemore, and we don't like fur coats. I don't have any issues with Macklemore. I don't either. I don't know why I said that. He's probably a nice guy. Like, yeah, he's fine. I mean, I mean, he just made a couple fun songs. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> he's better than these mink farmers. That's for damn sure. Totally. Yeah. I would okay. pop some tags with Macklemore. Since I got to rant a little bit, I'll throw it to you to rant about a um, right. sportscaster who doesn't check his facts um, enough. Okay. Like, I'll make this short. Like, it just when you work in the media world, typically you're either firsthand gathering information or you're relying on other sources to provide it to you. And, There is somebody who works with a very reputable news source here in Canada that that writes 
sports breaks that are provided to newsrooms and media outlets around the country, really around North America. And consistently, there's a writer with this establishment that I will not shame, and by name anyway, that consistently just gets stuff wrong. And I'll say this, dude, and some people may really disagree with me. I think it's way harder to cover news than it is to cover sports. Uh, that's just my opinion. And there there might be media people out there who completely as, disagree as with that. As someone who does both, I think you're allowed to make that assessment. I do do both. And I they pay me for it. And you know what, dude? That's just my opinion. And here's briefly the reason why. News, there's always something different coming across your desk. There's always a different story. It could involve anything, crime, politics, sometimes those two things at the same time, Don. Um, you know, uh, good events, charities, check presentations. Like, there's just a thousand different subjects that you could deal with on a daily basis. Car accidents, fires, floods. What You know what I mean? Sports, it's the fucking same all the time. Now, that's not to say that there's not lots of storylines and changing dynamics in the sports world. Of course. I'm, and I'm not saying covering sports isn't hard. Of course it is. And it takes the right type of temperament to be able to cover it effectively. Um, you know, but generally, you know what's going to be going on. There's a game tonight. Someone's going to score a goal. Someone's going to hit a home run, blah, blah, blah. Someone got injured. You know, like, you know, there's not a hundred different things happening. And, and because of that, it's so easy to just get the facts right. Because when like a league like say, oh, I don't know, the NHL puts out an announcement that there are three nominees for an award that, you know, let's say rookie of the year. And they go, hey, the rookies of the year this year, uh, the guys that are up for it are, uh, you know, Quinn Hughes from Vancouver, Kale McCarr from Colorado, and a kid named Dominic Kubalik from the Chicago Blackhawks. And when you put your sports break out and put, oh, by the way, also Dominic Kubalik of the New York Rangers who not only aren't the Chicago Blackhawks at fucking all, but they also play in a completely different time zone, in a completely different conference, in a completely different division. And one of them is near the ocean. So it just blows my mind that you could screw something up like that. The New York Rangers? That's on the other side of the fucking country. Like, what are we doing here? Not the country, really. The other side of the lakes. Like, you know what I mean? It's just... It it baffles my mind when people don't... A, I triple-check my work, dude. Especially when it comes to sports. You gotta have people's names right. It's just... They're not changing through the season. You know, the quarterback is the quarterback. You know, Tom Brady's name didn't change yesterday. He's still Tom Brady. You know, it just, hey man, just look. If you're not sure, just look. Like the information in, in sports. Here's here's another reason why I think 
you know, news is a little more, I'll say a little more difficult to cover than sports, right? Because a news thing comes across, there's a story, you want to find out about it. You have to like call people and dig for information. Sports, it's like, it's right fucking there. It's right there on the scoreboard. It says three, two, this fucking guy scored at four minutes. It's right there. Like it, it's just immediately there. Like, you don't have to call anybody to verify this. Google exists. Like, it just blows my mind that people can just get something so blatantly wrong when the information is so easily available to double check. Because one of two things is happening, right? When this happens. This is the last thing I'll say. One of two things is fucking happening. Either A, they're dumb and don't know how to find the information. So that's that's one. They don't know how to find and verify the very findable and verifiable info. Or two, the worst one, they're too lazy to do it. Come on. I love this job. Hey, man, working in media is so fun. I I worked in a lot of sweaty, shitty factories, dude. Doing this all night. Just moving pieces of plastic or rocks and shit down an assembly line. Just for 12 hours. This job rips. And you can't fucking put a little bit of effort into just verifying a very findable fact. Fuck you. That's what I say. If you're too lazy to just verify a fact on Google, quit. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it for less than you're paying that person. I'll I'll undercut the market. I'll do it now. I'll do it on my spare time while I host this show. Like, that's all I have to say. Well said, though. You're very right. It's very easy to fact check things. Um online it's sports it's, man it's just it's right there it's Come your job on. what are you being paid to do um moving on though you said you're done yeah i'm okay. i'm fired i'm really fired up now like yeah it's just, yeah. like imagine you worked in a shitty factory right now and like some people enjoy working in factories and if you do that rips but like just a sweaty it's hot outside right now it's so humid i'm sweaty now like just moving <laughs> boxes you're just moving boxes and maybe you're a big sports fan. And then I come into the factory one night and go, pack your bags, Danny. You're going to cover the Toronto Maple Leafs for the rest of your life. You don't think that that would rip hard and your life would be exponentially better. So if that's the case and you don't want to work in sweaty factoryville or flip fucking hamburgers for Don Trump, fucking check the shit out and just be right. Is that too much to ask? I don't think so. I think that's an appropriate request. Thank you. Um, okay. We can move on now. We'll move on now. Okay. Um, to the chair girl got sentenced, everyone. Now, if you yeah. don't know who I mean, um, I don't know her name because that's irrelevant. She's been dubbed chair girl. She was the girl that threw a chair off of a balcony on a, in an apartment building onto a busy highway in Toronto. And this is all caught on film. Like her friend was just filming her doing it. Yeah, like the it was Instagram. Some hilarious joke. Yeah, it was on Instagram or Facebook or Snapchat something. 
they, it, it was everywhere. Everywhere. They posted yeah, like it. I've seen the video. I mean, it's on the internet forever now. Um, so this happened a while ago, like a few years ago, right? This has got to be two years ago, yeah, maybe years ago. three, maybe yeah, just, three. Yeah, like recent history, but she finally got sentenced. Um, no jail time, but Which <laughs> two is... years for. Whoa. Two years probation to a $2,000 fine and 150 hours of community service. That's her sentence. And, and yeah, I know her name. I won't say, I don't care to, you know, keep bashing on her. Uh, she's a complete dipstick. Yeah. Um, but, man, uh, again, I don't feel like the punishment fits the crime here. I, how about... How about $10,000, no community service, and a year in jail with two years probation? She should yeah, see some she, prison time here. What she did was very, very dangerous. She could have easily killed anywhere from, like, one person to, like, dozens of people with, a, like, a big crash on the highway. Surprisingly, she somehow missed hitting anyone and no car like there was no accident involved which is i'm assuming why her punishment is so light um well how about this when she threw the chair off of a 45th floor balcony in a toronto high-rise next to the four i think i can't, i don't know if it was the 401 or the 403 one of the two she throws the chair from 45 stories up now if you know anything about gravity when you throw momentum. something from that high, it gains momentum based on the weight of the object thrown as it goes down. Like if you throw a penny off the CN tower, it could like kill somebody because while the penny is very light, the weight of it going down, it continues to gain speed. Now imagine a big ass chair. This, this girl, and she was a girl, she was like 20 at the time, throws the chair off a 45th floor balcony. It actually missed the highway and landed decently close, certainly close enough to scare the shit out of a mother pushing her child in a stroller. Now imagine the chair makes impact and kills one, if not potentially both of them. Like, that would be the worst fucking thing ever. This girl is so unbelievably lucky and yeah, this could have very easily been a like a a horrible third, tragedy, a third degree murder charge, like a manslaughter charge, probably. If that would Certainly, and I don't know what charge she was charged with. I'm sure more than one. Like, uh, I'm I'm sure I don't I don't know. I I would put down what she did as attempted assault in the very least. Like while she pro she, like. She clearly didn't intend to kill anyone. I won't accuse her of that. But no, she's probably just like lit out of her mind or something. Yeah, like I mean, a lot of drunk drivers don't intend uh, on killing people they hit. It looks like a charge of mischief, uh, endangering life was her charge. Okay, and and I agree with that verbiage, but I'd also add in like attempted attempted manslaughter or something like. You know, uh, like, I don't think care. But manslaughter is not attempted at all. That's the whole. Yeah, yeah, point. you're right. I, I see. And again, I'm not a lawyer, dude. I watched a lot of suits, though. But, um, oh, dude, I would love to Lewis be. Lewis Lit. Lewis Lit. Dude, getting lit up. 
I know all about this. I have, uh, yeah, um, my friend found me a shirt at a thrift store with um, Lewis's face on it that says uh, lit up or something. Incredible, man. You, yeah. you, you, she beat Macklemore to it. I know. Um, get thrifty, everyone. That's the main takeaway, I think, from this episode. Yeah, is get thrifty. <laughs> yeah, you should have you should have just hung out in thrift stores, Jizz Lane. You wouldn't be in prison. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just I don't care so much that this girl has to do community service. I don't give a shit about that because, like, what is she realistically going to do? Pick up some trash, like you know what I mean? Pick up uh, another uh, chair off the highway. <laughs> yeah, no shit, eh? How ironic would that be? They make her like stack chairs in a school gymnasium. <laughs> That would be funny. No, like it just, I don't care about that. I would have given her a year in prison. Maybe, maybe people think that's too harsh, but like really think about the insanity of what this girl did and how it could have turned out. Maybe even six months, just like six months. Then the, then the other half of the year in like a correctional house, the two years probation I'm fine with two grand. Hmm. I don't know. I I I'd, I'd knock that up to like, you know, a shade under double dig. Uh, you know, maybe tens a little much, but like hey, I, I just I I just don't completely agree with the punishment, but I mean, hey, she e- either way her life is, you know, you know, rightly affected by what she did. I just would have been okay if it was a, a little harsher cuz that was an insane story, man. Yeah. Shortly oh, yeah, after crazy, that, mem- yeah. shortly after that, do you remember Crane Girl? Kind of. The, the girl that scaled the crane? <laughs> now, yeah. like, she didn't endanger anyone other than herself, but, like, that happened, Dude, if I'm yeah. not mistaken, not long after Chair Girl. And, like, I was like, look at this girl on the crane. What is she doing? Yeah, man. Not smart. Some people's children. I don't know what to tell you. Don't throw chairs. Don't throw chairs. Or also, name your kid Gislaine. <laughs> Next topic. Um, we'll move sure. on to um, Ryan's almost new neighbor. But luckily, they're gone now. Talk uh. to me about um, the meth trailer. Okay. Could, could you try one more time to say that any more with the microphone completely in your mouth? Could you provide me more static than you just gave me? I'm sorry. Okay. Because what you just did was, let's cue up Ryan's story about the meth trailer. (laughs) That's That's exactly what I wanted. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm a... Tell me I'm too quiet, so... Well, yeah, you're a quiet wee lass, but, you know, you're finding your voice, aren't you? Um... Yeah, the meth trailer, dude. You know what? I've never done it, but I assume that's what everything the world sounds like when you're on meth. Everything must be all muffled and shit. <laughs> everything sounds like this when you're on meth. <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah, all your teeth fall out and you look like a fucking demon. But yeah, so we, we've been staying with Kate's parents throughout, you know, right when COVID like got bad here in March. So... The apartment that we live in has been in spare use. Like we come back every weekend, check up on it, you know, flush the toilets and all that shit. Um, and one weekend, Kate comes back here by herself to like grab something. I, I was visiting a friend and she's like, hey, there's this sketchy trailer 
in the next door neighbor's driveway. And I'm like, okay. So the following weekend, this is in like June, probably I go back and I see it for myself. And there it is. Now we live next to questionable looking human beings. Now, far be it from me to judge a book by its cover, but they're just questionable looking. And the house next door to us is apartments as well. Like we live in a fourplex designed to be apartment units. This house is a house that was like converted into apartments. Fine. Live wherever you want, except in a meth trailer next to me, because in the driveway of this house is this old beat up like eighties era haulable trailer. And I'm looking at it going, Oh my God, that's an eyesore. Wow. And then as I'm thinking that a gentleman who looks like he's seen way better days comes stumbling. And I mean, stumbling out of the front door of it side door and uh, just looks worse for wear has a seat lights up a cigarette and upon first puff just starts uncontrollably coughing like he just discovered what lungs are and like doesn't know how to breathe yet it was upsetting I was like man I don't want these people next to me I have valuable things I don't want these people breaking into my apartment potentially and selling off my goods to support a very clear drug habit. Now, a couple of weeks go by trailers still there. I noticed there's a lady who's there quite often when we're here with this guy. She looks like she's maybe seen some better, you know, parts of the calendar of the past as well. And the one day I have my friend over here during the heat wave what was that last week or the week before during that bad heat wave, his apartment like could not get cool. I was like, come stay with me at the apartment, dude. It'll be cool. And you won't boil. We go the one morning to go get coffee. The lady is sitting on the trailer hitch, which doesn't look comfortable. And she's just shaking a clear sandwich bag full of a, pebble-like substance is what I'll describe it as. She looks at us and says to my friend, hey, honey. And we're like, were you talking to us? And she's like, yeah, how's it going? All, all while shaking this bag. And we're like, oh, we're all right. And, and then just got in the car, went and got coffee, come back. She's got the bag open and she's like, rummaging her fingers through the substance. I'm not going to say for sure it was meth, but it looked very suspicious. And we were like, wow, I don't know what that's all about. Anyway, my landlord happens to be a police officer and we notified him of this a while back. And he's like, don't worry about it. I'm aware we're watching them now. All throughout this, like we notice, like, you know, people have been walking through the back area here to get to the trailer. They stay maybe five minutes and then they leave. We all know what's going on here. Like, I swear to fuck, this trailer dude looks like a set piece from Breaking Bad. It looks like it's from the show. I half expected Walter White to pull up in a fucking car and drop ever, off a duffel bag. Did you ever take any pictures? 
Uh, no, I think Kate did, though. It's just the sketchiest of sketch. Well, then we discover last weekend it's magically gone. And I'm fired up about it. And you know what, man? My neighbor told me that she swears she saw a syringe at the base of our lawn near where the trailer was. Like, oh, she's got a kid. Like, obviously very disconcerting. Now, I don't know, now that, like, a lot of COVID restrictions have been lifted because we all know the with the rent thing that went into effect, you couldn't just, like, kick people out of a dwelling, you know? I think maybe now, coincidentally, that we're in stage three of the reopening that magically the trailer's gone. I, I What I think happened is the local police department showed up and were like, okay, guys, time to go. Um it was the sketchiest thing I've ever seen in my life. And um, that's basically it, man. The meth trailer. Maybe Ghislaine knows them. Maybe. Maybe. That's a that's a messy name, Ghislaine. So. <laughs> it's a very I'm happy that they're gone, though. Um, Me too, dude. They were, like, weird. Like, right. just sitting there, like, shaking this bag... Maybe it was just like sugar cubes in the bag. I don't know, but it just looked I've only not ever good. I've seen like what meth might look like on television. I've never Googled or had anywhere had any anywhere near me, so I don't know what meth looks like. Well, it looks like crystals, Fiona. Exactly. So, like, I like I've seen TV versions of meth. Now that's what this looked like. Yeah. So, like, you would know if it was a sugar cube or not. I think I, I would. Is, yeah, I, I guess is what I was getting at. Yeah, she <laughs> so was you know preparing. That it's not a sugar cube. No, she was preparing a Breaking Bad breakfast, if you know what I'm saying. Mm. Yeah, no omelet required. I fucking love an omelet, though, man. Mm. Oh. Yeah, what's the best kind of omelet? Uh, like the egg ones. Like, with, like, peppers and onions diced up in it, and then, like, you put a little salsa on the side of the plate. Oh, you're a salsa guy. I don't... Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Little ketchup. Little ketchup no, I can't. Dipping. I can't do ketchup on my eggs. Yeah, we, well, we've covered this. Ketchup for dipping. That's true. And then you have the salsa on the side or in a little, um, like, Tupperware, like a, a small dish. Tupperware, yeah. and you scoop... On, some salsa onto the bite and then um, okay it's still yeah <laughs> okay yeah okay it's something to consider a little, a little saucy for me but uh i like a dry egg so right i'll put like i'll put bacon bits in my omelet mix too like i don't i don't care man i'll get adventurous yeah yeah no um i i, I like a more like classic western omelet like you get some some ham, some you got to put some cheese in, yeah, um, some yeah, pepper, yeah. some onion, and that that'll just about does it. Yeah, no condiments. No, no, you just eat the omelet. Toast. Well, yeah, you have toast and like home fries or whatever for making it a whole breakfast. Because sometimes I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't put the omelet on the toast though. I would have the I would have that separate. See, I will do that. Sometimes I'll eat half the omelet. And then fold up the other half and put it on oh, a sando. Unless, unless it's like a, a Western omelet sandwich at like a restaurant. I've ordered that before. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I'm glad we talk a lot about eggs. I mean, breakfast is on my mind a lot. <laughs> I, I enjoy breakfast. 
more than most people. And what's odd about that is I don't eat it a lot in the traditional sense. But like when I go out to like a diner, which like I never do now, but like, dude, I'll like when I go to a diner, like a classic breakfast diner, I order like the biggest breakfast they offer. Like I'm talking, I get the three eggs, bacon, ham, and sausage, home fries, toast, and pancakes. Like yeah. I get the serving. Man, we gotta stop talking about this. I'm really missing Cora's right now. It's two I hours away. Love that place. And like COVID, so they have a they yeah. have a thing called like joe construction worker yeah. or something or they have the gargantuan feast also <laughs> yeah that's what i'm ordering when yeah. i go there dude like i want to eat for four people yeah. <laughs> i yeah. respect it though you can never have too much bacon and eggs like um ron and uh, uh perks and rec Oh um, yeah, ordering I mean, all the bacon and eggs. Now, yeah. what I'm afraid you heard was, give me a lot of bacon and eggs. Yeah. I want all the bacon and eggs you have. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like the the really waiter guy, what's his yeah. name? Like like Dan or something. He's like Dan. I don't think you understand. <laughs> I want all of the eggs you have. He gives <laughs> them like a plate like this with like 80 <laughs> eggs on it. That's fucking priceless, man. I love it. And Ron Swanson. Meth trailer, man. Meth there's trailer. no way. There's no way he would hang out at a meth trailer. He'd have like oh, a no. beef jerky trailer. That sounds fun. I mean, I feel like it would smell bad. No, dude, beef jerky smells really good all the time. And like, like if it's like hanging on the line drying, like that, that still smells good. Like old meat drying smells good. Totally, dude. Does it? Okay, I'll yeah. take your word for it. Yeah. I I I know a lot about meat. That's um, pleasant. <laughs> it's, it's the best. <laughs> okay, move on. I wanted to talk about this because I just finished it. Um, the series on Netflix, so the sh- like the TV show Love. Um, I, I don't okay. know if you've heard of it. Um, I've heard of it. it. You've heard of it. I watched it because it had Britta in it, like from Community. The actress who plays Britta is oh. the main girl in Love. So that's why I watched it because I like her. Uh, um, uh, uh, Gillian Jacobs. Yeah, that's it. Um, not Jislane but, Jacobs. No, no, Gillian. It's Gillian, not Jillian. It's it's Gillian. I That's swear dumb. to God. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be judgmental or rude. Just me. Just be Jillian. Just be a normal. No, name. I was surprised. <laughs> I was surprised when I found that out too. That it that it's Gillian. It's Gillian Jacobs. Yeah. Okay. I don't. Know. I just because it sounds like Killian to me, and that's like a like a pirate's name. Maybe you sound oh. like a pirate. You sound like the girl pirate. I like which is cool. Okay. Like that's yeah. cool. Like be a well, pirate. Well, is it cool cuz you slammed it? Well, like if she embraces um being a pirate. <laughs> the pirate's <laughs> life for me. <laughs> I think that'd be cool. Um yeah. no, I I just I don't want I don't want to say mean things. <laughs> like if you I just that name caught me off guard. So <laughs> like if you ever met her at like an event or convention, the first thing that would spring to mind for you would be to yell, hey, put on an eye patch. No, the first thing that would spring to my mind is, oh, my God, it's Britta. <laughs> well, yeah, me too. But then followed by, yo ho, me sailor, yo ho. Yeah, exactly. 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 Yeah. Um, anyway, so so she plays a girl named Mickey in the show Love. Of um, course she does. God. <laughs> 
Mickey, you know? All right, sure. Oh, what's wrong with Mickey? I don't know, dude. Just fu- like, yeah, Mickey. God, fuck. Just name the character Jane or something. Like, Mickey? Okay, fuck. Well, Mickey is usually short for, like, Michaela. I just have fun with it. Is it? Okay, yeah. But well, then just I know say that. Mickey, and I, her first you... name is Michaela, but she goes by Mickey. Okay, well, then I yeah. apologize to her and her yeah. only. Um, <laughs> you know. Yeah, because Mickey's listening to this. Um, yeah. No, she's my she's my friend's older sister. Okay. Is she in That's... the show? No. Okay. Well, so continue. <laughs> so I'll continue with the show. Um, so basically, um, this is probably going to be some spoilers in this. So if you're watching it or you want to watch it, skip ahead, I guess. Into Spoiler the- alert. The podcast. Um, but I did not like it. I would not. This would not be in my recommended view. Uh, um things to to watch on netflix um but i did watch all of it (laughs) right you wanted to see it out yeah i wanted to see it out because there's this very okay so basically my main okay so what it's about is so this girl mickey um meets this guy gus um and she's kind of like a disaster getting her life together um she's going to like aa meetings uh, eventually and then she gets into like a love and sex addict meeting because she has like addiction issues, and she's trying to get her life on track. And um, so, so, she, so she's addicted to sex in the show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and and, he, and the meetings the meetings are called love and sex addiction meetings. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess he can be addicted to love. Isn't yeah. that a song from the eighties? Guess so. Something, something, something. You're addicted to love. That's gonna bug me now. Continue while I Google that. Yeah. So, so that's her. Um, trying to trying to live and then she yeah she so um and then there's gus who is um kind of like this like dorky looking guy and his girlfriend just dumped him so now he's living in this like weird like complex like apartment complex all furnished with a bunch of other people like in between real places type of thing um and so like he looks nerdy and like a fun like cute little like oh my god like he's like got glasses and like a big nose so like he's nice and nerdy and um He's supposed to be the nice guy. Uh, and he, it really bugs me because all of these shows, like, there's always the girl kind of, like, trying to get her life on track. And then she meets the quote-unquote good guy that, like, helps her get there and, like, is a nice dude. Um, and, like, I just don't like, like, I've never watched a show with such an unlikable main character. Gus sucks. He's, like, really annoying, has so many issues himself and, like, judges her for everything. And then um, the, he pines after her for so long until she finally agrees to go out with him. And then they have sex. And then he immediately bangs someone from his work, like, the next day. And, like, breaks up with Mickey and, like, starts seeing this psycho girl from work. And then they break up. And Wait. then Mickey goes up what? to him because um, uh, she's like, well, why? So then she realizes, oh, like, I am, a, like, a sex and love addict. I'm going to go get help. So she finds him. And she goes, so, like, these are all the things that are, like, going on with me. And, like, I'm trying to get help. So I think I'm going to take a year off of dating and just try to find myself. But, like, in a year, if you want to grab a cup of coffee. And then, like, he kisses her right after she tells him that she's a sex addict and then tries to get with her again. Even though he was just being so, so rude to her the previous episodes because she was trying to, like, hang out with him because she was still into him. But then he started seeing this other girl. So I really, really hated that when she was trying to tell him that she needed time for herself. But whatever. Then the next season two, 
then they um, are dating and stuff, and, like, it's not going well, but then it does go well. I mean, they're very annoying and not good for each other. And it bugs me to no end when the quote-unquote good guy is so not good. Like, he cheats on her, he's mean to her, and he judges her. Okay. Yeah. I I agree. That's that's lame. Uh, I'll say this. It's like a semi-accurate portrayal of a lot of people's lives. I agree. And that bugs me because I don't like to see people settle. And it feels like they're both settling. Yeah. Like shouldn't be together. They're both settling? Like, or just like she... A, and like a weird... Like, they're, I don't know. So she's settling and she's not right for him. If that makes sense. Like, he, like yeah. he can't do better. But right. he could find okay. someone that better matches his priorities in life, I guess. I okay. Yeah, I... Okay. I agree. Uh, that's annoying. Um, I don't know if that's their whole uh, the thing about the show. Is that he's supposed to be so unlikable. And it's a, some play on the whole nice guy topic. But gosh... I he's he's just nice enough. He's I not, mean, he's not. He's like so fake nice and like such like a little. He's like a little bitch, you know. Like okay. he's like <laughs> yeah. So like here's so a spoiler. Nice. Yeah. Go ahead. Here's a spoiler. Here's what's gonna happen next. He's gonna die. In season four, he's gonna die. A million percent, dude. He's dying. Yeah, this isn't really like a like a death show. Man, he's done. I'm gonna call it right now. He, you gotta shoot your shot. He's gonna die, and then she's gonna spiral downward worse. And then they'll figure out a way in season five to have like a big, you know, resurrection of her life in a pause for for the better. She'll go to Paris or something and like backpack across Europe. What's well, fun? She um, she's a radio producer, so I like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, fun. Okay. Fun little and the only like the main reason why I kept watching the show was because her roommate, um, um, Birdie from Australia, um, she's like super fun and cute and like super awkward. I, I will give the show this the dialogue is very, very accurate in awkward situations, <laughs> and that's very funny because I related to a lot of things that they said, and that's exactly how conversations with strangers go, so that's funny. Um, but she had like this like cute little like side story with them. Um, Gus's friend, um, which I was here for because she was dating someone, but then she, 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 it wasn't going well. Um, and then they're both very awkward and cute together. So that's what kept me, kept me going to the end of season three. Well, I mean, at least you got something out of the show then, um, despite not overall enjoying the end product, but yeah, he's going to die. So like, get excited. Um, gu hashtag Gus is dead 2021. Um, <laughs> yeah. Gus, you know, and yeah. and again, I'm ripping on names here. I've got a very bland white guy name like got, you know, of of course, he's a shitty guy. His name's Gus. That's the sound you wake up when you're like really hung over. Like you roll over and you're like, Gah. Gah. yeah, <laughs> That's, you know, so of course. <laughs> like right yeah. when you pull your head out of the toilet. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> We've all said Gus into the toilet bowl, haven't we? Um, yeah. Now, I just, yeah. But, well, hey, I, I would have been at least into it that the roommate was Australian. I mean, we've had some fun times 
talking about Australia. Your I friend from Australia likes the show. Yeah, he's the best. He's the best person. Vincent? I know. Vincent? Yeah. Is it? Vincent. He goes by Vin. Um, Which I mean, that's a like, first of all, great name, Vincent, because I mean, I immediately think of, and you've definitely never seen this movie, Vincent Vega from Pulp Fiction, an all time classic film with Tom. Um, I've seen half of it. That's not enough. The last half is the best part with the That's gimp. That's the half I the... saw. Oh, so you saw the end bit where Bruce Willis shoots um, John Travolta, not Tom Travolta. Before, I was going to say Tom. His wife recently died, too. That's very sad. Um, but Johnny Johnny T, what? You, you like shake your head like, is it? What was that? Oh, well, okay. Well, call me out on my BS. Um, she... She died of a disease that could have been cured if she was not a Scientologist and denounced science. It bugs okay. me because it's, okay. they're in a cult and it's their fault for not getting medical attention. Well, the Scientologist just logged off and unsubscribed. Um, no, I. Bye. But despite all that, it's still sad. Like she, you know, she. Yes, the loss of a loved now. one is sad, and like he lost yes. his son, and that's sad. Um, that's true too. Yeah, Travolta, man. He didn't have to lose his wife if she. Um, yeah. All right. How how did this happen? We're ta- anyway. Vincent, cool guy. Vincent Vega, also cool movie character, despite the fact that he, you know, gets shot by Bruce Willis at the end. But uh, you know, sorry if I spoiled Pulp Fiction for anybody who wants to watch it. A bunch of other stuff happens. Um, yeah, man. Like, what was I talking about? Oh, Australia. Yeah, Vincent rips. He sent us an email. We loved it. You guys should send us emails, sauceandgoss at gmail.com. We love hearing from people. And and Vincent sent us a rip roaring cool message. He loves the pod. He lives in the UK now, if I'm not mistaken. I think he said that in uh in, in the email. And and that rips. Spread the word, man. Tell he's everybody from, he's from the Netherlands. Okay, this guy has just been everywhere, dude. But as far as I'm concerned, he's Vincent from Australia, and that rips, mate. Yeah. Tell everybody down at the pub to listen to Sauce and Goss. Perfect. (laughs) Now, we're going to have a very intense discussion next. um, Oh, there's more? I thought we were done. Okay. There's one more. One more. Remember Mm. about Mm. the drive-thru. You remember this. Yes. So I wanted to bring up something. Mm-hmm. I personally don't think that drive-throughs should have flowers or plants of any kind, especially near the speakers. Because when I roll down my window to order my iced coffee, I don't want to be flying in my face. I just don't. Because then I scream and then I startle the person taking my order and then I have to explain oh it's fine there's just a bee I mean it's just so much easier for everyone if it's just there's no plants or anything for bees to like where in the position in the areas where I have to roll down my window and let it into my car I don't think that that's very smart I don't either I I'm I I agree with what you said um, yeah, it's generally not a great idea to just like put the speaker next to uh, a planter full of daisies or some shit uh, or whatever. Hey, man, and, and like, like I'm again, not like yeah, lands- landscaping. I'm all for. I love gardens and pretty things. Yeah. But 
Especially if those gardens have fences, let me tell you. Oof. Nothing <laughs> like a good fence, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like nothing like a good, old, all day. <laughs> a good old fence to lay down on. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. And then we are going to expand more on drive through etiquette. Well, there yeah. Are, there are right and wrong things to do in the drive through everyone. I'll just say this. Like, if, if, like, like plants rip, I'm not anti plant. Plants, plants fucking rule, dude. Plants, you know, devil horns rock on plants, dude. Just, yeah, don't put them directly next to the speaker where I'm going to swallow fucking bees while I order my iced coffee um, or my regular coffee or my hot chocolate or just whatever. Or my McDoubles, my six McDoubles. Just oh, yeah, anything, really. And, uh, all of it. Yeah. yeah. I don't want bees involved with the ordering of anything at a drive through no, window. And bees are great. I get it. We need bees to live. Bees rip, dude. I, I love bees. Yeah, I don't want to get stung by them. And, like, you know, it's really the wasps and hornets that are the ones that you want to avoid. Bees generally won't sting you. But, um, but if like, it was yeah. just cement, they wouldn't be around the drive through with an open window. But anyway. Thousand percent. Now, yeah, let's discuss this quickly. Drive drive through etiquette. We've all experienced this, dude. Uh, I I think, I think you know one of one of two things. I think that two examples of the worst thing you can do in the drive through is is a. Now, this applies only to the double lane drive throughs that have now become popular, because um, none of us want to get out of our car and look at another human. But um, if you cut someone off mm-hmm. in the double lane drive through, like say I pull up and I'm already ordering, you pull up and order, and then you pull in front of me, even though I reached my window first, that is like I should legally be able to get out and deflate your tires. Because not only are you a fucking asshole just going like, oh, man, I'm in such a rush. Um, If you're in such a rush, then fucking go inside because everybody's in the drive-thru nowadays anyway. You'll probably get served faster. And also, um, it's just a prickish thing to do. And it actually screws up the restaurant because they have the orders like in chronological order on their screen. And you pull up first instead of me. And now they're giving you my six McDoubles. And I'm getting what you fucking ordered. I don't want a filet of fish I wanted my McDoubles, bro. So I hate that shit. It just causes confusion. The second worst thing that you can do in the drive-thru, is order fucking one of everything on the menu. Like, come on, dude. Now, I've put in sizable orders at the drive-thru, but not where, like, okay, if you go into the drive-thru and you have, like, a family of four and you're all ordering, like, giant combos and shit, just fucking go inside. Mm-hmm. The drive-through, I actually wouldn't protest if restaurants just made the drive-through five items or less. Like you yeah. cannot order five, and, like more than five things. I feel like there the rules should be a little bit di- like like say like if I'm going to like Tim Hortons, right, um, and I'm just getting a drink, and then the person ahead of me 
I roll down my window and I hear them say, okay, your total is $32.95. Like, that's so much money to be spending at a coffee shop in the drive-thru. Like, whatever, like, massive amounts of food you're ordering, go inside. Like, this is, like, a <laughs> a place for people to go get coffee and leave in the drive-thru normally. Um, whereas if you go to, like, McDonald's or, like, a fast food food place, then, like, there's a bit more, like, lean way. I would say, like, three combos max in the drive-thru. <laughs> sure. Now <laughs> that's, that's my limit, at least. Now I'll say this. The rules change if you're the DD and you're driving drunk people home. Yes. Fair. The rules are very different because a, you're probably going through the drive through late at night when there's going to be less general traffic. And also you're a DD in a, in a drive through with a bunch of drunk people. You should be able to order whatever you want. If you want 35 big Macs, you order those 35 big Macs. I'm already asleep. I don't care. Tim Hortons is the worst one, though, dude. Mm -hmm. They should just be like, hey, the drive throughs for coffee and fucking donuts. Mm -hmm. Don't come through and order six chili combos with a roll. Get your fat ass inside. And I'm saying that to myself, too. I've definitely ordered chili combos, but only one for me. Don't go through the drive-thru and order fucking eight chili combos at yeah. Tim Hortons. Go in. I don't know, dude. And I say this after working at a Tim Hortons drive-thru for one hour because I had to do that for like a radio thing like last year. Um, my, my old employer, um, whatever the smile cookie day or some, yeah, something, yeah. there's always for, radio for people there. Day. Yeah, yeah, for camp day. It was camp day. Um, yeah, so I was at the drive-thru like handing up people's orders and stuff and I kind of realized like oh my god if you're ordering food in the drive-thru you're the worst just the it's worst a it's a nightmare I yeah, worked at like, a Tim Hortons for two weeks and uh I don't know if I've told that story on the podcast but uh if I if I haven't that's one for, that's a nugget for another day because I quit in quite hilarious fashion um yeah Here's another thing I'll say on the uh, on the positive end of drive-through etiquette. Now, this only applies to like coffee. You know what I mean? Like this specifically Tim Hortons again or or places like that Starbucks whatever. If um if say I'll do this often. If say there's multiple entrances to a drive-through. Here's just one example of this. If there's multiple entrances to a drive-through and somebody who clearly would have got into the line before you lets you go ahead, you pay for their coffee. You you just do. Like if it's what now I'm not saying like if it's like someone ordering 65 coffees for the fucking office, but like and, and like obviously if they're going to order like, you know, seven sandwiches. But if somebody does that and like waves me through or whatever, I'll ask, hey, what does the person behind me have? If they go, oh, they've got two coffees and a tea, I pay for it. It's just a nice thing to do. You don't have to do it every time, but just a little kindness, you know? Mm -hmm. And again, yeah, you don't have to pay for 18 fucking chili combos, but just I'll, I'll just be like, hey, man, what's the person behind me have? Oh, they've got a coffee too. I'm paying for it. Sweet. Like, just... It's just yeah. simple. I love that. I I haven't paid for the person behind me yet, but I always wanted to. And I don't know what's stopping me. 
what's stopping me is I don't want to I don't want to say I'll pay for the person behind me and have like 30 bucks coming out of my bank account but but <laughs> that's try to do a good deed that's but I guess why I could ask. ask but then I don't want to be like uh no that's too much and then say never mind and then drive away I guess like no one would know except for the worker but I would steal I would steal I would still feel <laughs> not great about just leaving and not paying after they told me that's fine you know give it a shot mm-hmm. give it a shot okay I'll give it a shot. Yeah, just try it on yeah. for size. You, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. So, are you are you you really using that quote with me right now? Do you know who said I, that? Michael Scott quoted Wayne Gretzky. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say. I really think I don't know who said that. God. Yeah, I do. Oh my god, you don't need to just mansplain quotes. To Oh my god. <laughs> the pod's over. Thanks for listening, guys. Um drive through suck, don't they? Um <laughs> What are you eating? <laughs> I'm eating beef jerky, <laughs> coincidentally. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so hungry now after all the food talk. I'm so hungry. I'm so sad. I'm just so hungry. <laughs> I'm actually like lightheaded, like because I got so angry earlier in the show, and then like I sweated out all my energy, and now I'm like, oh, the jerky. Oh, the jerky. Oh. All right, we'll wrap this up. <laughs> Do you want to tell them where they can listen to us? <laughs> yeah, you sure can listen to me have hunger pains on all the best podcast apps, including Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. We're on CastBox as well. And man, I'm telling you, subscribe, spread the word. We want people to listen and have a good time. And just like our buddy Vincent, we want you guys to send us emails, interact with us on socials, and fee. There's lots of places to do that. Absolutely. You can find us on Twitter at Sauce and Goss Pod, on Instagram at Sauce and Goss Pod, and we're even on Facebook at Sauce and Goss. And like Ryan said, we want your emails to tell us your, about your day, what you're listening to, who you're talking to, what you want us to talk about, anything you can imagine. We want to hear from you at sauceandgoss at gmail.com. Beautiful. We appreciate you guys listening, man. Share it. Hashtag World Tour 2022. It's still a thing. Maybe the world will be back to normal by then and we'll all be vaccinated. Absolutely. Jizz Lane, you suck. I don't wish you well. Um, and... <laughs> That's really all I have to say. But in the drive-thru, pay it forward. Pay it forward. We're out. (laughs) 